And welcome into the Scoop on Life. So glad you're back with us. Chase here with you and uh, excited about our show today. Um, we're going to tackle several different issues and I'm looking forward to our conversation today. And uh, I've got in studio with me Phil Moser, who uh, is Lauren and I's pastor at Redeemer Church um, here in Oxford, Alabama. And so, Phil, thanks so much for um, for talking with us for a few minutes tonight. Yeah, I'm excited. So, as I mentioned, uh, we're going to tackle several different topics, um, but the first, um, you know, here on this podcast, we talk about life um, and all of life, and you know, from from womb to tomb, and part of that all of life is um, the issue of race and how we are not um, called to just love one race, but really to love everyone no matter what race and so we're gonna we're gonna tackle um the issue of race and being pro-life here first um and 2020 was um we saw things um feel that that we've never seen before um in our lifetime things that um it, it was hard it was hard to see and Based off that, what should the church's response be to the things that we've seen and really this whole this whole topic of, of race? Yeah, you know, 2020, um, yeah, like you said, uh, maybe uh, just historic in some ways in terms of uh, what uh, we witnessed through um, videos of... Um, of of young men getting killed and um and the the protests that erupted after that uh the the social movements that came out of that the conversations that are still happening today um and and i know there was a point where uh i just i just felt like um you know the the culture was was demanding that everyone say something about it and to even be silent uh even if it was just silence on your facebook or your twitter uh was was somehow um was condemning uh was was racist um there there just became this this c- culture of outrage in our nation that still is is really happening today um and and it's not all bad but i think as as christians when we think about that that sense of outrage that was in the culture. We think about the the injustice we saw. We we think about um, a lot of the questions that it raised, um, which there are, are disagreements on about some of the things that that happened and what they mean, how widespread they are. Um, the, you know, the first thing that I think believers need to realize our, our response needs to be is is not immediately trying to jump into action, trying to do something. Uh, public, trying to to put ourselves out there in some uh, sort of posture, but but simply to grieve, um, to lament. You know the the scriptures give us a category uh, in our prayers, especially in the Psalms, but we also have, have books like Lamentations um, and other parts in, in the scriptures where where the Biblical authors are simply grieving before the Lord because of the brokenness of the world and the brokenness of of what they see and the injustice that's before them. Often the 
injustice um, is is the thing that's being uh, brought to the Lord and and over which they're lamenting. Uh, one of the most profound psalms that I can think of on this is Psalm 10, and I won't read the whole thing, but but it says this: Why, O Lord, do you stand far away? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? Uh, and and then it just describes the the wicked um, pursuing the poor and 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 taking advantage of them and thinking that they're they're never going to be found out and sitting in ambush and it says the helpless are crushed sink down and fall by his might and again the the psalmist just asks how long O Lord and why O Lord and and ultimately. Uh, looks to the Lord to to answer. Uh, the psalm ends with the Lord is king forever and ever. O Lord, you hear the desire of the afflicted to do justice to the fatherless. Uh, so there's this there's this immediate lamenting, understanding this is not the way the world should be. Uh, the, the world is broken because of sin, and and even in honesty before the Lord, Lord, why aren't you doing anything? Why are you letting these things happen? When will you bring people to account? When will you set things right? And and this really is the first Christian response to um, the brokenness that we see in these things is is that we we need to get before the Lord, get together before the Lord, and just lament and. And uh, and then especially we we can do this with our uh, black brothers and sisters who who are especially grieving during uh, some of these these moments. Um, they they feel affected in a way that I know um, that it's, it's harder for me to enter into because our experiences are different. And and yet I can uh, I can lament with them. I can grieve with them. And I can I can call or text. Um, someone that I know and, and, and say, I just want you to know I am grieving with you and and I'm, I'm praying to the Lord that he will um, intervene and I'm looking forward to the return of Christ when these things aren't happening anymore. Um, and so I do think that that needs to be the starting place. Uh, there's a book I recommend uh, by an author named Mark Rogop uh, called Weep With Me and um, he led his church. He's he's close to the Ferguson area, and he led his church uh, through a very hard time uh, several years back in terms of these issues. and And he he saw the power of lament to to bring uh, reconciliation and unity um, in his community and his church. And so, weep with me is is a good resource by a, a gospel centered author. And I want to say, you know, um, oftentimes. You know, sometimes Christians may see grieving as something they should avoid, but it's not. Uh, you know, lamenting over something like this, grieving over something like this is not wrong. In fact, that, and as you read the scripture there, that's something we should do. We should, uh, we should lament over our sin. We should lament over, you know, people being persecuted and, um, and people being treated wrongly like that it's okay for christians to lament over over things like this yeah yeah and i and i believe that um you know and again i think something that we all feel is is injustice uh at some level even if we disagree over exactly where the injustice lies and what what needs to happen we we see injustice and and for the believer that that category of injustice is rooted in the fact that we serve a, a just God, a righteous God. Um, there There is a standard of justice, um, and it's not us, and it's not 
America. It's not our government. It's it's not just the consensus morality of the moment. It's it's God Himself, uh, for eternally just before time, who who tells us what justice is and who shows us justice. And then when we see that His world does not line up with who He is, that's that's why we're so outraged. Um, at the same time, it should drive us to the cross. I mean, even even seeing injustice in the world should drive us to the cross because while we cry out for justice, we automatically condemn ourselves. Um, when, when, we, when we say we want justice, then we need to immediately realize we have sinned, we've been evil, we've been wicked, um, and and that would condemn us if not for God's grace in sending Jesus to take on the punishment for our sins. Uh, God uh, satisfies his justice by punishing Jesus in our place so that he can justify us without being unjust himself. It's, it's an amazing thing, but, but even the outrage of injustice it, yeah, should drive us to lament, and it should also drive us to the gospel, drive us to the hope of, of forgiveness in a righteous and gracious God. Um, and, and from there, I think we can begin to move forward in, in some other ways as well. But lament and, and then moving from lament to the hope of the gospel is so important. I think um, another thing that I've I've noticed, and and listen, I am I am learning. I think it's it's somewhat funny that I'm here talking about this tonight because I am in no way an authority on any of these things. Um, I'm I'm learning um, every every day, and 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 yet I think that's that's important is is to not view yourself as an authority. Um, and, and I don't think anyone really should come to these things thinking I've got all the answers and I've thought through all the problems. Um, but we can all grow. And, and one, one way we can grow is just understanding. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty far removed in some ways from, from some of these things. Um, and, you know, I was, last, last year, uh, about maybe a few weeks after the, the George Floyd video came out, I read a, a great post by... Shai Lin on the Gospel Coalition website. It was, it was called George Floyd and Me, an article called George Floyd and Me. And man, it just it just struck me for the first time. Shai Lin just really uh, recounted his experiences as a black man in our country. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, I've heard people say before, it's, 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 you know, it's hard to be a black man in America. And I had heard that, but then to read this article... And to realize, as, as I read his experiences, I'm like, man, I've not experienced that. Um, that's never happened to me. Um, I don't know what that's like. Uh, it just just helped me to understand better, help, and 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 helped me to to just enter in a little bit more than I was able to beforehand. To to what are the issues? Why why is this so difficult? Um, and um, yeah, again, I'm still learning, but but I just think I think that we we so quickly, especially in a, in the Twitter world, just the, the the social media world, the the online world we live in, we're so quick to see the worst of um, what we perceive as the other side, and and to characterize everyone that that may take a stance on an issue either as one extreme or the other, and so um, you know we we may. Um, you know, there may there may be someone who looks at the uh, other side as um, the Black Lives Matter movement and that organization, which which stands for 
um, many things that are against uh, biblical norms besides just the race issue. And and because of because of that organization, someone may think any any person that that wants to talk about social justice in terms of racism is is, is that they're they're the far left of, of the spectrum. And then similarly, you might see it going the other way that that uh, anyone who um, has any questions that maybe we're taking some of this too far, they're 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 portrayed as the person at the Capitol holding a. Uh, a white cross with the words Trump won on it, you know, and it's like, no, th- th- there's a lot of people that aren't on either side of the spectrum. <laughs> we need to, we need to not characterize each other um, as, as the worst forms of, of the spectrum. We need to learn from each other, understand, um, be humble, ask questions, listen, um, and, and have dialogue with each other, um, not just stay in our echo chambers and imagine the worst. And so, so I think understanding is huge um, in this and, uh, something that that again I, I need to grow in more need to have more conversations but um but but it is an important step before we try to start doing something um yeah and, and that's good that you pointed that out you, you said you know you needed to to learn you know that's something we all need to to learn we all need to 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 be to be open to want to understand this you know some of it we won't understand and and that's okay but uh we should we should strive to be learning to understand this to to talk to people and not just try to to hide behind you know and and stay far away from this now this is something that we need to be uh this is all around us and we need to be open and and willing to learn and and uh and open to that yeah now I, I do think that um, at this point I think I think all all believers can can lament um, and should, should grieve uh, again let that drive them to the hope of the gospel um, seek to learn seek to understand um, but but then obviously we still want to say well, what can I do um, what should I do what am I what am I responsible to do uh, the reality is that um, there are um, there are a lot of other social injustices in our world than just racial injustice. Um, and it is literally impossible for someone to trumpet every one of them and become a, 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 uh, a social justice warrior in every single one of them. And then, and that's not, that's not really a, what the Bible calls us to. Um, and so when it, when it comes to action um, and what, what can we do, what, what should the church do? What can individual Christians do? Um, there's just a few thoughts I have on that. Um, first, you know, uh, individual Christians um, need to prayerfully let the Lord lead them to how they're going to engage with the culture. Um, you know, maybe it's a crisis pregnancy center, maybe it's a tutoring center, maybe maybe it's just uh, becoming a teacher, maybe it's getting involved in politics, uh, maybe it's getting involved in radio. But but what whatever it is, I mean, we need to be dispersed throughout the culture as lights. Um, and and just using our opportunities as much as we can, and, and not everyone's gonna gonna get um, be, be in every cause, and not everyone's going to uh, have the same opportunities in, in everything. But individual Christians should prayerfully consider uh, what can I do, where I am, in, in the gifts God's given me, and the opportunities that are in front of me, um, just just to to do good works and to love the people around me. We we, we want to love the world. We want to do good works in the world. Um, but I think that the problem 
comes when we think we're going to transform the world. When, when, we think that, um, when we think that our mission as a church is to transform society. Uh, that's not the mission of the church. Jesus didn't uh, call the church to transform the world into the kingdom. Jesus called the church to tell people that the kingdom is coming and to call people to repentance before that day comes. Um, and so, so our, our, our mission is, is focused on the gospel. It's focused on, on again, guiding people from that, that sense of outrage that is right and good to realizing we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We all um, are deserving of God's righteous justice, and there is a way to be saved. Um, and Jesus Christ one day is going to come, and he's going to make everything right, and everything, everything new, and everything good again, and, and racial injustice will be gone forever, as well as every other um, societal evil that we see. Um, he's he's going to make it all right, but we need to repent today. And, and so we need to stay on mission as the church and, and not become in, uh, just entrenched in political movements or social justice movements per se. That, that's, that's not our mission. Um, and, and so practically, you know, I think, I think what that means first is, is that we need to preach the truth and teach the truth. Um, I mean, I'm a pastor, so it's especially applicable to pastors, but, but I need to preach the truth on racism. I need to preach what the Bible says about racism. And, uh, you know, on, on one hand, race is not even a biblical category. Uh, the Bible talks about ethnic groups, people groups, uh, but, but what we think of as race, just, just, just differentiating on the basis of the color of someone's skin, that's not a biblical category. Um, and that's what makes racism a sin. Racism is a sin because race is not a biblical category. And so... Uh, pastors need to address racism as a sin based on those biblical ideas that we are all from one man, Adam, and that we belong to one human race. And there are distinctions, uh, ethnic and cultural distinctions that that are meaningful, but also that are transcended by the gospel and and, and that the gospel unites us in. So, so we need to preach and teach the, the truth about those things. Um, but then, you know, we should not get caught up in the culture and in changing the culture when we can look at ourselves. And, and for m- many churches, we need to look at ourselves and realize we are not, we don't even have our own act together on these things. Um, you know, Sunday morning, uh, I think this is still probably true. I know I've, I've heard it said, Sunday mornings are the most segregated hour in America. Um, I know that this is not true of every church, but it's true of many churches, that, that we are segregated during the hour of God's people coming together for corporate worship. And, and so, you know, when I, when I see that, it's, it's not, um, how can I change the culture? It's, it's what, what can we do? Like, this is not right. This is not the way it should be. The gospel unites uh, Jew and Gentile. The gospel unites um, slave and free. The gospel unites... Uh, uh, Scythian and barbarian, and and so the gospel surely should be uniting us. Yet on Sunday mornings, there's it's not visible to the world, and the world can't look at the church right now and say, um, "Oh man, they've got it figured out. What are they doing?" Like they, they can't do that, and it's like, well, why not? What what what's 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 wrong? What's what's going on that that somehow we 
who have the gospel aren't able to visibly demonstrate gospel unity and the power of the gospel. Um, and, and again, to be a counterculture to the culture, to show the culture this is what the gospel can do. Like, we're not there right now. And, um, and so that, that's, that's where I am as a pastor. I think about these things, okay, if we're not, we're not there, what can we do as a church to, um, to pursue this type of gospel unity and this display of the power of the gospel? Um, and, and listen, there are, there are no quick fixes to that. Um, and and I'm, I'm unwilling to go for a quick fix, honestly. Um, I, I believe that the gospel um, will, when, when, when we believe it and preach it and take it to all people, and we pray that God would bless the advancement of the gospel, I believe the fruit is um, that sort of diversity and that sort of unity. Um, but, but it's a fruit. It's a fruit of the gospel, and it's not something that we can manufacture on our own. It's not something that we can, we can just piece together on our own. Uh, we're not building a business. We, we are, the, the gospel is working in and through us, and, and so we need to take the long view, and we need to pray for God to, to bring more visible unity to his church, and then we need to preach the gospel, and we need to preach it to all sorts of people, not just people like us. We need to preach it to uh, across cultural boundaries, across ethnic boundaries, across uh, geographical boundaries, we need we need to take it uh, to to other places and preach it, and trust that the Lord will um, will bring that unity. So, um, yeah, I, I guess individuals can be individual Christians in their in their just as we scatter each week should get involved in a variety of ways and a variety of things, including social. Uh, systemic racism and injustice but um but as the church our mission is to be a counterculture our mission is to is to witness to the gospel to call people to repentance and and we want the day to come when when people look at the church and say what are they doing because they're unified and we're not (laughs) but but we're not there right now and again i lament that i grieve that pray that that would change but but pursue it only through the gospel Really enjoyed uh, part one of our conversation there with Phil Moser, and we're going to be back with him next week again for part two of our interview, Uh, so we hope you join us again for that. Be sure to check us out on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for the Scoop on Life podcast, and you can uh, catch up with all we have going on with the podcast. Also, uh, maybe you missed one in one of a previous episode. You can go back on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and YouTube and check out all of the different Scoop on Life episodes. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with more of the Scoop on Life.